Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. This is our daily dose of trying to take the mystery out of your financial life. And we know these are trying times. So to help you out, Mark and I, oh, by the way, someone asked, who's Mark? Who's this Mark person? So I'm Jill Schlesinger. I am the CBS News business analyst, if you're new to us. And Mark is Mark Talercio, who is the best executive producer in the entire world and my partner in crime. So he is the silent man behind the big mouth woman or or maybe not behind, just next to. So Mark makes everything in my life happen. Mark allows us to get this broadcast on the air every single day. Mark is also a certified financial planner, as am I. Mark just passed his test. When did you pass it? Late last year or was that this year? I can't remember when you did that. Mark passed his CFP exam back in November. So we are two certified financial planners who are not in the business of getting paid to give financial advice. We're in the news and podcast industries. And what we try to do is bring that expertise without any sales. Isn't that fantastic? That's very different than what's out there. So we have moved to this daily podcast because we have gotten so many questions from you. So let's get to those questions. Joel writes that uh, I am fortunate to have a Roth 401k at work. I see myself working at this company for the very long time. Knock on wood, right? I'm contributing as much as I can. There's a small company match. Altogether, it's about $6,000. Question, should I also be contributing to a traditional IRA? outside of work. I'm in my early 30s, married with two young kids in daycare. I've got a modest mortgage, no consumer debt, no student loans. Most advice seems to be for people in the inverse situation, so I rarely find articles pertaining to me. Go all in on the Roth or split it up. So here's what I would say. I love the the Roth 401k. I think it's great. It's funny. You say that you're contributing as much as you can are you putting putting as much money as you can because of a limit that is set by the company or as much as you can because you're as much as your cash flow can absorb because obviously if your cash flow can only do the as much as you're doing the $600 a month uh, or maybe it's 4 4 or $500 a month with a company match then keep doing that if you're saying that you're limited or precluded from putting more money into that account because for some reason in the company itself and you want to add money outside of that account, I don't think you need to be doing a traditional IRA. I think that what you're actually saying is that you have a certain amount of money that you can put to work. Should it all go to the Roth? And the answer is yes, it it absolutely should. So I would stick to that game plan and uh, good luck to you. Thanks for writing in. Next up. Uh, Al says that he and his wife are retired. They receive around $10,000 a month. The only bills that I have are my taxes and utilities, $2,500 a month. I have around $300,000 in cash. Before the crash, we had $1.7 million in investments. My question, should we still invest in the market? Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, look, you, you, I don't know why if you have $10,000 a month and you only have $2,500 a month in bills... Um, no wonder you have 300 grand in cash. So I don't know, maybe you have pensions. I'm not sure. But yeah, you seem to be a poster child for investing. Make sure you don't invest too aggressively, but you don't need the money that's coming in. 
The other question is that uh, Al says he's 62, his wife is 57. Should I wait until age 70 to maximize Social Security, which would be $3,800 a month? Yes, you should. That's an excellent question. You sound like you're in amazing shape. So congratulations. Just a fantastic. Okay. Uh, Myrna writes, my plan was to retire at age 60 or earlier. I'm 57 and a half. Now I've got $700,000 in a 401k, a small pension, a Roth with about $50,000. My risk tolerance was conservative. I've been advised to keep existing money in conservative, but to put new contributions into S&P and international as to catch up sooner once things bounce back. What is your advice, Myrna? I would like to just keep the allocation that you have. I know that it is tantalizing to think about putting money in and trying to guess where things have bottomed down or where they haven't. But what if they don't? What if they don't? What if at the moment you start putting money in, the market goes back down? We're talking to you after a couple of weeks where things felt much more secure in the stock market. But what if they go back down? Please, please, please be careful. Okay. Sean writes, we have a jumbo mortgage at 4.75%. We're planning on refinancing, paying the principal down at a lower rate, but we're unsure whether that's a good idea. We would retain $180,000 in cash if we were to pay it down. Due to the current economic conditions, we aren't sure if it's a good idea. I'm employed by a school district. My husband is in engineering for oil and gas. Our jobs are secure for now, but again, unsure. Would you recommend refinancing and reducing our monthly payment or hanging on to more than $400,000 in cash? I love listening to your show. Well, okay. I would look at refinancing, okay? And what I would try to do is compare what the refinancing would be right now for a jumbo as is And then I would look at refinancing and saying, what would the rate be if I had a conventional loan? Now, since you've got a whole bunch of money in cash, it kind of, it's sort of moot. You're you're getting not, not much interest on the cash itself. So I'm okay to pay down the mortgage a little bit to get under that jumbo rate and drop the rate down a little bit, as long as you have plenty of money in cash. Don't pay too much of this down though. That's really important. So if you gave me the exact numbers, I think that would be interesting. Sounds like you're in pretty darn good shape. So I I would, you know, not be averse to that. But, you know, I'm, I am interested, of course, in your other assets that are out there. Okay. Paul writes, hi, Jill and Mark. Would it be a good time to cash out my Vanguard dividend growth fund? I'm still up about $24,000 and then I would take the money and dollar cost average back into various Vanguard index funds that are down more. I like all the funds I'm invested in. I have a high tolerance for risk. I don't get upset when the market tanks. I'm 65, retired, don't depend on this money to pay my bills. I'm not collecting social security yet. My wife is 62. She's still working and her check is more than enough to cover our expenses. I know from listening to you not to time the market, but it seems like a good time to sell some of my winners and buy at a new price for the future when the market recovers. Or should I ride it out and do nothing? We do have other money. Wife's 403B, a couple of Roth IRAs. I also have a two-year emergency fund in T-bills and CDs. So so here's the question. Do I take Vanguard dividend growth and dollar cost average into Vanguard S&P 500, Vanguard equity index? He's got a 60-40 split right now. Why don't you do this? How about if we took a big picture here? Okay, Paul, are you telling me that your risk tolerance has changed? That's my question to you. And then I would say, 
if you still are 60-40 and you look at all the funds that you own and you want to remain 60-40 and then maybe look at how you could reallocate some of the funds because, you know, I don't know, you haven't done a rebalance in a while, then fine, do it. But if you've already rebalanced and you're really just trying to be a little too cute, I would just do nothing. So if this is like an overall rebalance, I really think that's fine. But let's not go too crazy with this. Okay? Sound good? Very good. Uh, All right. Um, I think that's it, Mark. I can't believe it. I just blew through all that. All right. Once again, I want to thank everyone for listening. Once again, I want to remind you that these are tough times, that we want to make sure that you look beyond yourselves, that we want to acknowledge that so many of your questions are, uh, they're come from privilege. I think that if we don't acknowledge that, we're really being silly. So you must know this, but I'm going to tell you again, If you're talking about reallocating portfolios, you are lucky. If you have some extra money, please consider making a donation to one of the nation's food banks that is completely under massive pressure. The way to do that is you can go to feedingamerica.org. You can put in your zip code and find out the um, food bank that is closest to you. So please try to help out. Please be nice to each other. Practice your social distancing. Do wash your hands, wear your masks, and just be kind to each other. Let's lift each other up. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.